Hi, welcome back to Idgits and Aspects, a supernatural podcast. I'm Lynn. And I'm Rochelle. And today we are talking about season one, episode eight, called Bugs. I hate bugs. I hate bugs. This is the worst episode. <laughs> Wendigo is the worst episode for me, but the bugs is the closest I can do. Oh, you know, I started out like as a child. <laughs> As a child. <laughs> I played with bugs. I was fine with bugs. Oh, I could never do that. Oh. Not even as a kid. Yeah, no, as a kid, I was I was into it. I was no. I mean I didn't I never like pulled her legs off because I'm a compassionate fucking human. <laughs> but like My mom did that. Oh my I, like everybody and their mom did that. But I never did that. I never heard <laughs> But like I played with them, you know, and yeah. that was fine. And like the older I get, the more like like I can't even like like ladybugs freak me out. I had a bad ladybug experience. <laughs> ladybugs are one of like the only things that I don't think freak me out so much. Mostly because when I was a kid, my mom had this big rose garden, and mm-hmm. there would get there would be like aphids and stuff all over the plants, and <laughs> we would have to go out there with our little like margarine jar looking things full of ladybugs and like just grab some and like sprinkle them on the rose bushes to eat all the aphids so that happened to me too i mean but like i i like there was like this bucket of ladybugs and Mm -hmm. i like dipped my hand in and i was like oh this is magical and then once they all flew away there was just like a puddle of ladybug pee in my hand oh that's disgusting and i was like i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember that part yeah (laughs) i remember one (laughs) time I'm not going to go there. It involves pee I think, and ladybugs. I think you have to go there, Rochelle. Oh, man. Okay, so I'm not proud. But So what had happened was we were out there, and this I was in, like, early elementary school. And we were out doing the whole ladybug thing, and I had to pee so bad. Like, I had to be so bad. <laughs> and my mom's like, we need to get done with this bucket. And I'm like, I can't. I have to pee. You know, and I'm like freaking out because I have to pee so bad. And I don't know why I didn't just like ignore her, give, like put down the bucket and run into the house and go pee because like you can only take so much, you know? Right. And so I literally, I, I think I eventually, she finally let me go when we were towards the end of the bucket because I was just like bugging her so much yeah. about it. And then... I, yeah, so I got into, like, the bathroom, and it's, like, as I'm pulling down my pants, I start peeing right oh, no. <laughs> And so I didn't really pee my pants. I mean, kind of. But I didn't pee in the toilet either. <laughs> I like that I've gotten out literally the title of the episode, and that's it. And I've already talked about me peeing my pants. Okay, to be fair to myself, it was when I was pretty young. It's okay. Whatever, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. Yeah, okay. I'm not proud, but it happens. Hey, listen, everybody pees their pants when they're little. <laughs> I feel fine. like this is something we can blame your mother for. Like, well, I, I mean, I do. Yeah. Like, I'm comfortable with that. I'm not saying she's a bad person. I'm just saying, like, if a kid needs to pee, just let him pee. Right. <laughs> or her, you know. Right whatever yeah that's totally on your mom (laughs) well it wasn't on my mom (laughs) but it was in her bathroom floor (laughs) same thing (laughs) did she have to clean it up pretty sure she did i think she felt kind of bad after it from what i remember because she was like oh i thought i think she thought that i was like lying to try and get out of ladybug dropping (laughs) (laughs) 
have. And apparently, I mean, I don't really remember this, but apparently I had quite the reputation for, like, every time I... Can you do this? Oh, I have to go to the bathroom real quick. (laughs) 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 Which I kind of vaguely remember, so I can kind of see where she's coming from. But also, like, if somebody's, like, freaking out that bad about having to go, just let them go. Yes. Whether they're lying or not, because you never know. And then you have to clean up a pee puddle. (laughs) Yeah. You're the girl who cried pee. (laughs) (laughs) I know, really. (laughs) It really was. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, So we're in Oasis Plains, (laughs) Oklahoma. Uh, There's a new neighborhood uh, being built under construction. Outside one of the houses, there are two dudes talking about how nice the neighborhood is going to be. One of them, named Dustin, notices some rumbling and bends down to touch the ground. Also, like... (laughs) How the other one doesn't recognize it? Like he he's just like acting like nothing happened. He just keeps talking. Blah, yeah, blah, they're only like, like five feet apart. I know, and that's it. Like apparently the rumbling only happened around the sinkhole, and the other guy didn't hear it or feel it or anything. Yeah. So so the other dude, his name is Travis, says this place is perfect, and then gets bit by a mosquito on the neck and smashes it. So uh, the ground caves in uh, under the other guy. Dustin. (laughs) And he falls into a hole. Uh, He starts screaming, help me, I'm trapped. And he says he broke his ankle and the other guy goes to find a rope. Um, So Dustin in the hole starts to uh, discover that there are bugs everywhere, like everywhere. Disgusting. Everywhere. Really. And they, like they, the ground is moving at that point. Yeah, There's no They ugh. look they look like beetles. Mm-hmm. Um they're crawling all over him. He starts screaming for help, and you see that the bugs are crawling into his ears. Nope. That's like one of my worst fears. Like I saw a video one time of a spider that had crawled into somebody's ear and it was bugging them, so they went to the doctor and they're putting like little drops of water in a time to kind of like make it crawl out or whatever. And all of a sudden you just see the spider like run out of his ear hole. <laughs> and it's just like my uh, a girl that I was best friends with in junior high (laughs) that happened to her oh that's disgusting her mom had to pull the spider out with tweezers nope Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. nope that makes me want to vomit yeah (laughs) yeah doesn't like the average person like eat eight spiders in their lifetime in their sleep Mm -hmm. that kind of next time you wake up coughing think of that Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're welcome. My kid right now is waking up, like, 20 times a night coughing. Well, okay, but here's the thing. is like, that's for a reason. He's sick, you know? Or is he sick with spider digestion? (laughs) I feel like you're thinking about this too much. I'm not happy right now. (laughs) Sorry. Also, you're welcome. To, like, bug bomb his room. Okay. Um, so Travis comes back with a flashlight and a rope and sees that Dustin is dead. He's bleeding out of all of his face holes. <laughs> Nasty bloody death. Yes, and his eyes are open and bright red. Yuck. Yeah. Like the worst case of pink eye ever imaginable. Oh, no, not pink eye again. <laughs> Great. Bugs and pink eye. I'm so itchy right now. <laughs> Oh, I, like, itched throughout this entire episode. Constantly. I'm like, oh! Yeah. I'm still itching. Oh, yeah. Um, So we cut to outside a bar. It looks kind of like a biker bar. Um, Sam is sitting on the hood of Baby reading a newspaper, and Dean comes out with a bunch of cash. Sam says, you know, we could get day jobs once in a while. And Dean says, hunting's our day job, and the pay is crap. (laughs) Also. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sam says, yeah, but hustling pool, credit card scams, it's not the most honest thing in the world. 
Dean says, honest, fun, and easy. It's no contest. Uh, Dean says they're good at it, and that's how they were raised. And Sam says how they were raised was jacked. Also, you kind of wonder if, like, Sam is actually good at, like, hustling pool and all that sort of stuff. Because I think that is. Because that is how he was raised. But, yeah. like, you, I mean, I don't remember ever seeing him do it. But, like... I think there's an episode we see him do it. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I think there... I mean, not for a, a long time. Yeah. And maybe it's Dean, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it could be. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I like that, like, you're. we see this, like, outside of a bar, and there's, like, motorcycles <laughs> riding by, and Sam is all, like... Reading a newspaper outside. <laughs> on the hood of his car, like a freaking model <laughs> at a photo shoot. It's, like, the epitome of, like, a pretty boy. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Outside a bike... At night. I don't know. It's just... It's a... It's a good scene. <laughs> Uh, Dean disagrees that the way they were raised was jacked. Uh, Sam says they have a case. A gas company employee named Dustin Burwash died from, I'm going to say this totally wrong, Crutzfeld Jakob, which, <laughs> uh, which is human mad cow disease. Which, okay, first of all. That's I've a got, thing. Uh, no, I, I, no, I know. I've got two different thoughts about this. So okay. the whole mad cow thing, like, that's a big throwback that we haven't heard about that one in a hot yeah. minute. Right. <laughs> also, this is the first time that Sammy's researching a case on his own and not Dean going, oh, man, this is our case or whatever. And Sam going, like, I just want to be over this. I just want to find dad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's actually pro- being proactive about this. And he's like, okay, I've kind of moved on. Let's do this now. That's true. That's totally true. Huh. Dean says, Mad Cow, wasn't that on Oprah? And Sam is like, you watch Oprah? <laughs> and Dean's expression implies that, yes, he definitely does watch Oprah. I mean, okay. <laughs> He's a little ashamed, but only a little. <laughs> He's kind of like proud ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> Sam says, Mad Cow disease causes massive brain de- degeneration. Degeneration. <laughs> A degeneration. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it takes months or even years for the damage to appear, but Dustin's brain disintegrated in about an hour. Yuck. Yeah. So they head out to Oklahoma. Uh, they arrive at the Oklahoma Gas and Power Company and talk to Travis. They say they are Dustin's nephews. And Travis says he didn't see anything except all the blood from Dustin's face holes. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, oh. he, he never noticed any dementia or loss of motor skills, uh, which would be present if Dustin died from mad cow disease. Mm-hmm. So... I just want to talk about human mad cow disease. <laughs> like human, mad human. Do you just call it mad human disease? No, it's mad cow. But it's, but like human. Yeah, it's just called mad cow disease. But no, but people but, can get it too. Okay. But, but human mad cow, like that's from, isn't that from eating like human brain? No, no, no. So mad cow disease is like a virus type thing from what I recall of yeah. it. And like, it's basically when the cow goes mad, you know. And then they butcher it, and then you eat the meat, and then you get the virus. And so okay. you then get the disease. Because I was thinking all cannibalism up in here. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's zombies. <laughs> Not what we're looking at. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, so Sam and Dean, <laughs> they visit the sinkhole where Dustin fell in. And they shine a flashlight in, and Dean says, it looks like there is only room for one. <laughs> he asks Sam if he wants to flip a coin. Sam is hesitant, and Dean says, all right, I'll go if you're scared. Sam is like, okay, asshole, flip, flip the damn coin. And so Dean flips it, Sam catches it and says, I'm going. 
his bravery. I know. <laughs> More so, of his spite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what Dean wanted all along. This is true. Mm. Dean probably just tried to, like, I don't really want to go in there. I'm going to goad you into going down there. Yeah. Yeah. I was kind of, like, I was kind of sad that Sammy was, like, fell for it, I guess. but Kind of. But also, like, you know. He's becoming more of a, like, I'm just going to do this. And yeah. not, like, everything's happening to me. You know? That's true. <laughs> so uh, we cut to Sam and Dean driving in baby. Sam has a dead beetle in his hand. Yuck. And Dean says, so you found some beetles in a hole in the ground. <laughs> That's shocking. <laughs> but Sam says there were no tunnels, no tracks, no evidence of any other kind of creature down there. He says some beetles do eat meat, uh, usually dead meat. Yuck. Yeah. That's how my, that's how we get maggots, my friends. Like, (laughs) oh my God. flies, but still. I don't know why you had to bring maggots up in this. (laughs) (laughs) Because. Well, spoiler alert, we don't see maggots in this. (laughs) All right. Thank God. I just, that would have just been crossing the line for me. Um, Sam says he only found 10 beetles down there, and Dean thinks it would take a whole lot more than that to eat a guy's brain out. (laughs) Unless they were really hungry, maybe. (laughs) I know, right. (laughs) Uh, Sam thinks maybe there were more, but Dean isn't buying it. So they drive by an open house uh, barbecue sign in this new neighborhood being built. Uh, Dean thinks it's a great place to start learning about the area and the new development. (laughs) I love when he's like, so Sam's like, Free food's got nothing to do with it, right? And Dean's like, of course not. I'm a professional. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, okay. <laughs> I wrote here, Sam looks disgusted with his brother. Also, probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? This is what you're here for? Um, yeah, barbecue. <laughs> well, think about it. How many times do they really get to, like, eat at a, you know, an honest-to-God barbecue? Probably not very often. Yeah. Or, I feel like it would be, like, not very often at all, or all the time, with, like, you know... Later on, if they meet up with hunters and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff, like, you would think that that would happen to some extent, you know? Like, that seems yeah. like a pretty easy, like, hey, everybody, let's just, like, throw some stuff on the barbecue or whatever. I know. At this point, you don't get, like, any sense that they, like, do meet up with other hunters, though. No. You know what I mean? No. Probably not. That's not, not even yet. really, like, touched on for quite a few episodes. Mm-mm. Or quite a few seasons. Yeah. So. Not seasons. I thought it was, well. I think so. Hmm. Okay, so, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, so they get out of the car, and as they're walking up to the front door, Dean says, growing up in a place like this would freak me out. <laughs> the manicured lawns, the how was your day, honey, I'd blow my brains out. <laughs> a which, little bit of which, a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> I think. Maybe a little. <laughs> uh, Sam says, there's nothing wrong with normal, and Dean says, I'd take our family over normal any day. <laughs> they knock on the door, and the housing developer asks, answers the door. His name is Larry Pike. Uh, Sam and Dean introduce themselves and say they're interested in buying a house. Larry says they accept homeowners of any race, religion, color, or sexual orientation. Not the first time, and not the last time yeah. this is going to happen. Also, why does it happen to them so frequently? Like, apparently the two brothers give off this vibe. I don't know. It's very strange, but it happens a lot. I know. I like it. 
I'm I just going to say. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But I think it's more hilarious how they, like, react to it most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Uh, Dean says they're brothers. <laughs> Sam says their father is getting on in years, and they're looking for a place for him. So Larry invites them into the barbecue, and the backyard is hopping. <laughs> uh, Larry is telling them that this is actually his family's house, and they were the first to move into the neighborhood. Uh, they meet Linda Bloom, uh, who is the head of sales, and she was the second to move into the neighborhood. She tells them that they accept homeowners of any race, religion, color, or sexual orientation. Yet again. <laughs> Dean says, right, I'm going to go talk to Larry, okay, honey? To and Sam. spanks him in the butt, too, and on the way out. spanks him. I love that. I think it was hilarious. Sam just rolls with it. I think he was a little <laughs> uncomfortable, but, it, you know, I think he may have... I don't know. It's hard to tell if he was uncomfortable or if he thought it was funny or both. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I like that they were just like, all right, let's just let's just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we cut to Larry taking Dean on a tour of his house and Dean sees a bunch of jars of bugs. Larry's, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Larry says they're his sons, uh, who is totally into insects. Uh, Sam is still outside talking to Linda. She's telling him about uh, the steam showers. <laughs> she has her hand on a table, and there is a big fucking tarantula crawling towards her. Disgusting yet again. <laughs> there is a teenage boy watching this very gleefully. Um, tarantulas. <laughs> I have a like an old coworker friend who had a couple tarantulas. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Okay, my mom's friend had a tarantula, and I don't know, like, I don't know if she got rid of it or if like she was. We were like babysitting the tarantula for a short period of time or something like that. But I remember like it was in this box, and I remember thinking all the time like. It's just going to get out of the box. It's going to get out of the box and it's going to eat yeah. me in my sleep. Also, my mom will deny it to this day, but I distinctly remember because it freaked me out so bad that she had her hand in the thing one time and was letting it crawl on her and was like petting it and going, oh, it's actually not bad. It's soft. My mom is afraid of spiders. Like, wow. and not as bad as me, mm-hmm. but like I'm sitting there remember- going like, what are you doing? And she's like, stick your hand in and pet it. It's not bad. I'm like, screw you, lady. You know? like, yeah. Who are you? And what have you done with my mother? Like, So also like eating tarantulas is a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw this thing about some like jungle tribe somewhere in like the Amazon, I think maybe. And they like catch the tarantulas and like, I don't know if they kill them. They must kill them first, like spike them or something like that. And then they like squish all the guts out of the abdomen and make like an omelet out of the spider eggs. Oh my God. It's like a weird sickly green color. And then they fry the tarantula and eat it as well. So they have like a tarantula omelet and then eat the fried tarantula and I just about lost my cookies. Yeah. Yeah, there are some restaurants that you can go to where they, like, serve, like, fried tarantula. I no, just, thank you. I, just, I mean, first of all, like, <laughs> I think that's terrible as, like, an animal lover. Like, Those aren't animals. I, Those are just I, nasty listen, bugs. I just, I just think that's, I just think that's awful. Like, <laughs> some mean, people it, have them as pets. Do I ever want one as a pet? Fuck no. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be in the same state as one ever, <laughs> ever. But I yeah. still think that that's horrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I eat chicken, so who's a big fucking hypocrite right now? But, like, <laughs> I get it. But you it. don't meet the chickens first. I don't. And I, yeah. You don't look at it. It's just, like, <laughs> undeterminate meat. You yeah, know, like, all of it. Like, <laughs> no one's like, I'm going to eat some tarantula meat. No. 
No. I mean, some people, clearly, but not enough (laughs) to have it be normal. (laughs) So Sam says, (laughs) excuse me, and kind of pushes Linda away. And he scoops the spider up and gives him back to the teenager. Disgusting. Why would he? And he's, like, so calm about it, too. Like, he just is like, oh, let me just grab this herkin' spider and, like, here you go. Nope. No. No, thank you, sir. No, not cool. (laughs) Uh, The teenager asks, uh, are you going to tell my dad? And Sam says, who's your dad? It turns out he's Larry's son, Matthew. Um, Clearly the oddball out here. <laughs> yeah, the kid says his dad usually skips him in the family introductions because he's not exactly brochure material. Sam says to hang in there because it does get better. Uh, Larry comes over and apologizes to Sam about Matthew and the tarantula. Uh, he pulls Matthew away and starts yelling at him. So Class Sam- act, dude. Like, at least wait until you're in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, he's talking loudly. He's not like shouting at him oh, so the no, whole like barbecue can hear but it's still kind of like really dead. it's awkward yeah. yeah so sam asks dean if larry reminds him of somebody dean shrugs sam says dad <laughs> dean says dad never treated us like that and sam says dad never treated you like that clearly bitter <laughs> you were perfect he was all over my case and Dean does not seem to remember this. Uh, Dean says, maybe he had to raise his voice, but sometimes you were out of line. And Sam says, right, like when I'd rather, when I said I'd rather play soccer than learn bow hunting. To which Dean says, bow hunting is an important skill. I mean, it is. I mean, <laughs> I when think is, I should learn that skill. When is soccer going to save your life? <laughs> I know, right, really? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can kick somebody really hard. Right. So Sam basically, like, whatever's him at that point. Um, Dan says it looks like Dustin wasn't the first strange death around here. A year ago, before they broke ground, one of Larry's uh, surveyors dropped dead while on the job from severe allergic reaction to bee stings. Ugh. Bugs on bugs on bugs on bugs on bugs. <laughs> I've never been stung by a bee. Have you? Oh, yeah. Plenty oh. of times. Oh, I never have. It hurts. I wonder, like, I'm always, like, so afraid that I'll have, like, a horrible allergic reaction just because I don't know if I'm allergic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm slightly allergic. Like, I'll get, if I get, so, to be fair, though, the time that I was, like, maybe I might die this time was (laughs) because a bee got stuck to my pajama pants when we were out uh, at a Girl Scout camp. Yeah. Because I was in Girl Scouts. Right. right. I'm not ashamed. (laughs) You shouldn't be ashamed. I traveled the world. That's awesome. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) But, um... They got, we, so, okay, background story. All the little girls got these little whistles that, okay, if you get in trouble, because it was in the middle of the woods, right, Mm -hmm. this camp was, and it's like, if you get in trouble, or if there's like an animal, because there's cougar, and there's bear, and all that sort of stuff, and they're like, blow the whistle if you need it, but do not blow the whistle at any other time, because if you blow the whistle, people are going to come running for you. Right. But you don't want to have people just come running for you, and like then not believe you if something happens, you know, right, like, don't right. cry wolf, yeah. or bear, or cougar, or whatever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so these girls, they were probably in, like, kindergarten or first grade, whatever, but they start blowing their whistle, right, and we're like, oh, no, because, like, you never hear the whistles go off, mm-hmm. because usually everybody's fine, you know, and so we go running down this path, we get to where the girls are, and they're like, oh, we were just playing with them, and we're oh like, my God. are you kidding? You know, first of all, we ran out here towards the lake in our pajamas, second of yeah. all, like, you just know, you know, like, these are clearly the rules, like, you, you know them, and so on the way back, apparently, well, apparently on the way out there, we had stepped on a wasp's nest in oh, the ground, Yeah, and on the way back, they were all swarming, because... 
you know, but we didn't notice it until we were, like, walking through them all, and then yeah. they kind of started, like, going after us. One got stuck to my pajama pant leg, and, like, I don't know if it was, like, grabbing onto the fabric or something, or what, or maybe its butt got stuck in the fabric. Probably, I don't know, but yeah. it kept stinging me in the same place. It got me a good, like, eight or nine times. Oh, my God. And so, by the time my friend smashed it with a rock against my leg. Oh, my God. I had this, like, fun venom trail, like, coming up my leg, and I was convinced I was going to die. That would freak me but, out. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> that is terrifying. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> it was, ugh. But, ugh. you know, there's definitely been worse things that I've been through. So, I mean, getting mm-hmm. stung by a bee is definitely not preferable. Yeah. But, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs. I know. Ugh. Okay, so we cut to Sam and Dean driving away from the barbecue. Dean is wondering what would make beetles attack. And Sam says that hauntings sometimes do include bug manifestations. Dean says he didn't see any evidence of ghost activity, and Sam agrees. Dean says maybe the beetles are being controlled somehow by something or someone. Sam says there are cases of psychic connections between people and animals, like elementals or telepaths. Dean says, yeah, like the whole Timmy Lassie thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, close, but not really. Yeah. It's a little different, but (laughs) I mean. By a lot. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dean thinks maybe it's Matthew because he's got bugs for pets. And so Sam says, maybe. Uh, Dean has has Sam pull into a driveway of a house in the neighborhood. Dean gets out and opens the garage door. Sam pulls the car in and Dean shuts it quickly. Sam is horrified that they're going to squat in an empty house. Um, but Dean says he wants to try the steam shower. <laughs> <laughs> like, of all the things, it's so funny. <laughs> I feel like so they've never squatted in an empty house before. Like, that kind of, I mean, the way Sam reacts to it makes it seem like they haven't. And it seems like kind of the way to go in, like, a brand new house. I know. Well, also, I feel like, I don't know, maybe they have, but they just, like, don't do it often. And maybe, or just Sam's really uncomfortable with it, even if it's happened a lot yeah. of times, you know? Yeah. But... Ugh. <laughs> that would freak me out. I'd be like, oh my gosh, we're going to get caught. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be afraid of that too. I wouldn't be able to sleep. I'd just be sitting there awake all night long being like, "Who's? what good is this doing? A car I, drove by. I know. Like, They're oh, onto no. us. <laughs> yeah. They know. <laughs> they know we're here. We've been found out. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to Linda's house. Uh, she is getting ready to take a shower. She turns on the TV to a news report about mandatory insecticide spraying. And she sits on her bed, and a giant spider crawls out of her hair onto her forehead. (laughs) It crawls all the way across her eye before she swats it away, and then she doesn't even go looking for it. It's like she didn't even know it was there. She didn't. It crawled onto her eye and, like, blocked her vision. She was like, oh, what's that? She swats it off onto her bed, and then she's like, cool, whatever. No. uh Uh-uh. No, you find that thing. (laughs) torch it no like, <laughs> oh, I hate like I saw that and I was like instantly like scratching my face and my scalp and like even now I'm just like, like I know scratch my it head crawled like out of her hairline I know it was just like in there like and she didn't know that's what I'm terrified of what if a spider's in my hair right now and I don't even know it <laughs> <laughs> I hate spiders <laughs> I do too. I do too. Oh, it's disgusting. It's okay. It's okay. There are no spiders in your hair right oh. now. You've got like this giant vein in your forehead right now. Like I can tell you're I'm stressed. stressed. Yeah. I my eyes are watering. <laughs> Lynn, my eyes are watering. It's gonna be fine. 
There are no spiders in your hair. I would see your hair like moving. Oh God! No! Stop! Stop! <laughs> Have you ever seen arachnophobia? <coughs> I didn't sleep for a month. <laughs> I'm not even lying. That was like the... Okay, listen. Like, we're trying to find movies that are scary to me. We watched The Exorcist. Wasn't even scary. Okay, whatever. There's parts that were, like, kind of creepy, but it wasn't, like... It didn't keep me up at night. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I watched Arachnophobia. I could not eat popcorn. Put on shoes, (laughs) slippers, shower, pee, nothing. Like, (laughs) everything I did, I had to check in and around everything yeah before like for the first few days it was so bad i was like flushing the toilet before i went to the bathroom so oh, yeah. that way if there's anything up in the room it'd wash it down right oh you should do that anyway i mean i, I mean, should but my parents would probably get mad well I, yeah the water bill would yeah skyrocket and there's that whole save the earth thing yeah. right <laughs> you know yes but still like oh like i couldn't like i was terrified for a long time. Yeah, you're itching me too. She's yeah. like scratching her back on the chair. I know. Oh. Oh, that was the worst thing ever. Like, honestly, probably the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking. I'm not. I know. Like, you're it not. was the most terrifying movie I've ever seen. Like, my mom and my mom and I decided to rent it because we're like thinking that it's one of those like tarantula in the old paper towns. Like, we were thinking, oh, we can make fun of this stupid movie, right? Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was legit terrifying. And we're like, oh! And it doesn't help that underneath our house, we've got this, like, it's not even, like, a crawl space. Like, you could stand up and walk straight down there. Like, I mean, you, there's, it's a huge amount of space. But there are spiders the size of people down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're all over. And no matter what you do, you can't get rid of them. And so, like, you know, when at the end of the movie where they've got, like, the spiders all over in the down, like, the basement kind of area, like, the crawl space dirt sort of thing. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. I was like, this is our house, and they're going to come up, and I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, I wouldn't sleep in that house. No. I'm never sleeping in your parents' house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Knowing what's under it. I know, right? <laughs> well, to be fair, peppermint, man. Put yeah. it all around all the doors and the windows. They're not going to come in. So, okay. you just have to do that. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So, we cut to Linda in the shower. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a massive amount of spiders <laughs> come crawling out of the As shower head. Your head. <laughs> I know. And it's like the worst CGI ever. It is, but it's still terrifying. It's horrible. Still makes you want yeah, to throw up. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. She notices them finally and screams. She tries to get out of the shower, but slips and crashes through the shower door. And you see a bunch of blood going down the drain. What a terrible um, way to die. Yeah, and she's still screaming. Um, <laughs> uh, then we see her dead on the floor while spiders crawl all over her. I cannot oh. deal with this. Mm-mm. I just can't deal with it. Nope. Yeah. Like, that is, like, my worst nightmare right there mm-hmm. is being killed by shower spiders. <laughs> because I've had sh- I've had shower spiders before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had shower spiders before. It didn't... No, it worked You know what me. I meant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyways, like, oh, you know, and all of a sudden... Because I am blind as a bat. Like... Oh, yeah, me too. My vision... Okay, legally blind is 2200. Mm-hmm. Folks, my vision is 2400. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's real bad. I can't and, see, like, anything. Uh-uh. Yeah. Even if it's, like, right in front of my face, sometimes I can't... I'm, like, itching all over the Me too. Me too. <laughs> I've had them, like, drop down from the ceiling or whatever, and they're big. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, hanging there, and I'm like, what in the world? Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, no. One time. 
one time. Um, my family, I, I don't know if they were like on vacation for like a month, but like no one had used the shower in a month. Okay. No, no one had used it. And oh, I was no. I was in there and I was taking a shower and I realized after I'm in there and I'm like got shampoo in my hair that covering the whole top of the shower is a giant web (gasps) like a blanket and it is because because water has gotten on it it's starting to sag and drip down and I don't see like at this point I can't see any spiders because I don't have my contacts in or my glasses on because I'm in the fucking shower (laughs) and I am like can I get all the soap out of my hair before it came down? And folks, I didn't. No. Yeah, oh, no. I didn't. There was just a lot of crying. and I'd be vomiting. I had to re-wash and shampoo, and it was just, it was. Bleach everything. Yeah. You know what? I blocked that whole experience until this moment. <laughs> I, I don't feel very good. I don't Ooh. either, to be fair. Yeah. I've got goosebumps everywhere. <laughs> it was so awful. I feel awful. itchy. I mean, it was just like a friggin' blanket just getting more and more wet and sagging yeah it's like the Frodo scene with the spider and he like comes out of the (laughs) 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 it's disgusting so we cut to the morning Um, Sam is banging on the bathroom door of the house they're squatting in he tells Dean that a police call came in through the scanner and someone was found dead three blocks away Dean opens the door with a towel wrapped around his head and says, The shower is awesome. <laughs> Spa Dean with a towel on his head is a carefree personality. <laughs> okay, whose towel is that? Like, is that Dean's towel? Because it's not like the house came with a towel. I don't know. Well, yeah, unless it's for showing the house, maybe. They, like, set it up. But also, like, there's no way that's Dean's towel. Because I feel like if Dean had a towel that he took with him everywhere, it would never be washed and it would be, like, stiff. You know? Oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, Sam would be the one with freshly laundered everything all the time. Yeah. And Dean would be like, well, it's not moldy yet. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I kind of feel like it's Dean's towel that he just, like, keeps in his car. I hope it is. I know. (laughs) Also... I don't know. I'm still itching. I feel like it might belong to the house. I'm still itching, too. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so they drive over to the house from the police call and talk to Larry, who tells them it was Linda who died. Sam and Dean decide they need to get into her house and see if there is a bug problem. Uh, they sneak in by crawling through a window. There are There's totally dead spiders on the ground and in, like, the towel on the ground. And they look like cheap plastic toys. I know. It's and when he, like, shakes effect. them out of the little towel thing... Like, they bounce off the floor. Yeah. Those <laughs> are like, dollar store spiders. I know. Those are, like, the little plastic spiders you get on, like, the Halloween cupcake yeah. rings, you know? Like, it's like somebody took a bunch of Halloween cupcake spider ring things mm-hmm. and, like, cut the ring off. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. okay, let me just say, like, spider. you gotta know your enemy, right? So, mm-hmm. like, spiders, once they're dead, their legs curl up. They do. None of these guys' legs were curled up. They're either very not dead yeah, well, or very fake. Yeah. Yeah. They I'm were clearly the just like fake. crappy plastic toys. Yeah. But, uh, so Sam and Dean decide to stalk Matthew, Larry's son. <laughs> they watch him get off a school bus and walk into the woods, so they follow him. He is picking bugs off the trees, so they approach him. Um, and that would freak me out, by the way, if I'm in the woods. Somebody just like, Oh, these, hi. These two guys are following me. Nope. Um, he says, you guys aren't here to buy a house, are you? Uh, wait, you're not serial killers. 
Which is a pretty valid question. Um, they ask him if he had anything to do with Linda's death, and he does not. But he says something is happening uh, with the insects and leads them further into the woods. So Sam asks Matt why he doesn't tell his dad about all the deadly bug behavior. But Matt says uh, he's tried, but his dad doesn't listen to him because he's too disappointed in his freak son. Sam says, I hear ya. And Dean says, you do? <laughs> Sam asks Matt how old he is, and he says he's 16. Sam says, in two years, something great is going to happen. College. He'll be able to get out of the house and away from his dad. Dean says, what kind of advice is that? Kids should stick with his family. And Sam and Dean make angry eyes at each other. <laughs> this is interesting. Like, I've never, ever heard anyone be like, telling someone to go to college is terrible advice. I think, yeah, Dean idolizes daddy winchester and so like anything that goes against that he's like it's not right and it's like yeah. listen though like it's just you never ever ever hear that advice yeah you know what i yeah. mean <laughs> so it's that's it's such a weird stance to take i guess mm-hmm. um matt takes them into a clearing in the woods and says he's been keeping track of insect populations for an ap science class <laughs> matt the bug whisperer oh my god <laughs> he totally is <laughs> Matt says, uh, bees, earthworms, beetles, you name it. They've all been congregating here, but he doesn't know why. Uh, Sam notices a big, dark mound on the ground. Dean goes to investigate. It looks like a huge compost pile of giant worms. Okay, okay. Like, my dad had, a like, a compost bin full of these giant worms growing up. And it was just, like, it was just, like, (laughs) this place of terror, Worms don't bother me that much. No, these were like huge. That would be a little weird. Not gonna lie, but they probably still wouldn't like freak me out or anything. <laughs> She's shaking not, her head no. It's not right. <laughs> like this compost bin haunts me. <laughs> I don't even know if it's still there. Like <laughs> it might be with like giant worms now that are like the size of boa constrictors. <laughs> I don't feel good. I do not feel good. <laughs> We're going to have to drink some more. Um, Dean taps the mound with his foot and part of it caves in. He leans down and grabs a stick, just like a, just like a boy, <laughs> and starts poking around in the hole. <laughs> and then he reaches his arm in. That's a wrong decision there, my friend. This is where I dry heave. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Nope. nope. I would never do that, by no, the way. I would never do that. Uh, he pulls out a human skull. <laughs> so we cut to Sam and Dean pulling up to a college campus. A pretty blonde walks by, and Dean super checks us, checks her out. And I'm just like, dude, like so co- many times. Calm it down a little bit. You, <laughs> he can't. You, you look like a douchebag. Like, I mean, blatantly checking everyone out like that. I'm pretty sure that's probably what they were going for the first. <laughs> I know. Like, I just like it's too much. Here's the bad brother, and here's the good brother. You know, like not bad and good as far as like you know, but here's like the bad boy, and here's yeah. the, like, the good kid or whatever. You know, yeah. like, I just I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Made in 2005. <laughs> It's fine. fine. <laughs> uh, so they get out of the car, and Sam pulls out uh, from the back seat a box and that has a few skulls in it. He covers it up with his coat. I would not put my coat over these human skulls. Also, just for the record, you just got these like skulls out of this unmarked grave with like bug swarms everywhere. Just get out of there, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, like there's probably still bugs in there. Why would you put it in the car? I know. Like, did like, <laughs> the daylight? Did 
Did they deworm the skulls? I like, surely hope so, but I feel like they're both okay enough with bugs at this point to maybe not, but it's uh, not right. It's just it's not, not right. No. <laughs> Dean says uh, maybe this is a haunting because they found a bunch of skeletons in an unmarked grave. The question is, why bugs and why now? Uh, Dean asks Sam why he told Matt to ditch his family like that, and Sam says that he knows what the kid is going through. Uh, Dean says... How about telling him to respect his old man? How's that for advice? And Sam says, you think I didn't respect dad. That's what this is about. Uh, Sam says he respected him, but no matter what he did, it was never good enough. He was and is always disappointed in him because he didn't want to bow hunt or hustle pool because he wanted to go to school and live on a, and live his own life. And Sam says that most dads are proud when their kid scores a full ride, but Daddy Winchester tossed him out instead. Um, Okay. <laughs> So, Sam got a full ride to college, is what that means. Yeah. Impressive, by the way. How? I mean, just, like, with them moving around so much, how did he do that? Yeah. Because they go, I mean, in later seasons, they kind of go into, like, how they're constantly changing schools. And all, I mean, which doesn't give anything away. Right. You know? But, like, I mean, you can probably already kind of gather that just based off of yeah. their life so far. Right. Or what we know of them so far, anyways. But, like... That's impressive. He must have, like, really... Either that or maybe he did, like, some online stuff, potentially. In 2000 and what would that That's be? True. Like, four? No. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have been a thing. Unless yeah. he spent a lot of time in libraries. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, but, yeah. I'm just... It's that's, impressive. That's amazing, yeah. Uh, Dean says he remembers that fight, and Sam said some shitty things to their dad. <laughs> um, Sam says when they do find dad, he doesn't know if their dad will even want to see him. Which is so sad. Can you imagine? I mean... Yeah. It's sad that Sam truly thinks that. Yeah. Uh, Dean says that dad was never disappointed in him. He was scared of what could happen to him if if he wasn't around. Dean says, even when the two of you weren't talking, he used to swing by Stanford whenever he could and keep an eye on you, make sure you were safe. Sam wants to know why their dad never told him that. And Dean says, it's a two-way street. Sam could have picked up the phone, too. So they go into the Department of Anthropology and tell a professor that they are students in his class. Uh, they show him the bones, and the professor says they're around 170 years old. He says the time frame and geography heavily suggest Native American. Sam asks if there were any tribes or reservations on that land, and the professor says no, but the relocation of Native po- peoples was common at the time. I love how they call it the relocation of Native peoples. Like, it wasn't some, like, terrible thing. Exactly, know? yeah. Like, it was just it was just like, oh, we're just going to move you. Uh, yeah, no. okay, that's clearly what happened. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. It's horrible. Um, he says there's a Yuchi tribe in Sapu... Oh, man. Sepulpa. I'm so sorry if I said those wrong, those words wrong. I'm sure I did. <laughs> uh, which is about 60 miles away. Uh, someone out there might know uh, any local legends or oral histories of the area. So they drive out there. They go into a diner and meet with a man named Joe Whitetree. Uh, Dean tells him they're students from the university. And Joe says, no, you're not. You're lying. <laughs> Dean says, well, the truth is. And Joe says, you know who starts sentences with truth is? Liars. <laughs> I think it's so funny because Dean's just like first from the get go, just called out by this guy. Like it's he's great. just not having it. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's great. Not at all. <laughs> I love it. Um, so Sam asks if Joe Whitetree has heard of uh, the new housing development that they're investigating, and Joe says to Dean, 
I like him. He's he's not a liar. <laughs> Doesn't like Dean for lying, but he likes Honest Sammy, that's yep. for sure. <laughs> yep. Joe says uh, he knows the area, and Sam tells him bad things are happening uh, there that might have something to do with some old bones they found, the Native American bones. Joe says he was told by his family that 200 years ago, a band of his ancestors lived in that valley. One day, the American cavalry came to relocate them. They were resistant, and the cavalry was impatient. On a night, the moon and sun shared the sky as equals. The cavalry raided the village. They murdered and raped. Uh, the next day, the cavalry came again, and the next, and the next. On the sixth night, the cavalry came uh, one last time, and by the time the sun rose, every man, woman, and child still in the village were dead. Um, they say, on the sixth night, as the chief of the village lay dying, he whispered to the heavens that no white man would ever tarnish the land again. Nature would rise up and protect the valley. It would bring uh, as many days of misery and death to the white man as the cavalry had brought upon his people. And on that night of the sixth day, uh, none would survive. Um, that's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's terrible what happened. But uh, what he did about it at the very end was mm-hmm. pretty legit. Yeah. Uh, Sam and Dean realized that the gas company man died on the spring equinox, which would be the night the sun and the moon shared the sky as equals. Uh, so every year at this time, anybody in Oasis Plains is going to be in danger. Uh, so Larry built his neighborhood on cursed land. No good. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta research that shit, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out what's going on around you, man. <laughs> right. Uh, Dean realizes that the sixth night is that night. So Sam wants to know how to break the curse. Dean says, you don't break a curse. You get out of its way. <laughs> Step aside, man. Let it do its thing because you're not stopping it. Yeah. So they have to get Larry's family away from the neighborhood. And we cut to Matt in his backyard at night checking out bugs. <laughs> he notices a hole in the ground, so he pokes at it. Like a boy. <laughs> Just poke things with sticks all right? the time. Um, and a bunch of cockroaches come pouring out. <laughs> oh, and I think also, like... The kid at this point is even a little weirded out. And, like, yeah. this is the kid that loves bugs, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he looks pretty horrified by this. He's, like, freaking out about this at this point. <laughs> also, these are, like, the, like, hissing cockroaches. <laughs> yeah. Ah. I know. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, we cut to Sam and Dean driving back to the neighborhood. Dean is on the phone with Larry pretending to be Travis from the gas company. He tells him there's a big gas leak and his family needs to vacate the area. And Larry says, he knows Travis, and this isn't him, so who is it? So Dean just hangs up on him. Uh, <laughs> ah! <it's> like, <laughs> what do I do? Hang up! Uh, Frank, call gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, so Sam calls Matt and tells him to get his family uh, out of there right away because more bugs are coming. Disgusting. Yeah, Matt wants to know uh, what to tell his dad because his dad never listens to him. Dean takes the phone and says, under no circumstances should Matt tell his dad the truth. He wants him to say he's got a sharp pain on his right side and he needs to go to the hospital which is pretty smart honestly yeah. that's the way to do it yeah like i don't know what's wrong with me but i have the sharp pain yeah like i'm pretty sure most parents would be like oh gosh get to the hospital yeah like you your know? appendix is coming out yeah yeah <laughs> uh. uh so sam and dean pull up to the house and see that the family is still there larry confronts them and matt says he told his dad the truth 
And Tina's like, we had a plan, Matt. You Why didn't you stick to that. the plan? <laughs> Eye twitching like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they try to convince Larry that the bugs are coming. Uh, they're all yelling at each other. And then they hear the bug swarm approaching. Oh, no. There's a, there's a bug zapper attached to the outside of their house. And it starts like nonstop crackling. <laughs> it's the plague. I hate those things. Oh. They, they just like, it's just like, it's just death, death, death. See, I think it's Oh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I want the bugs to live, but I don't need to be, like, constantly... <laughs> you don't need to see them ...reminded die. of their <laughs> electrocution. <laughs> uh, the camera... You get the chair! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once we went camping... Oh, no. <laughs> and someone had brought these, like, these bug zappers that looked like tennis rackets. I have one! Oh, my God. And Eric was doing, like, this amazing, like... Interpretive dance? N- interpretive, <laughs> like, ninja moves. This is great. Like, for a, it was like a whole, like, we put on some music, and he just, like, was going to town. Oh. It was pretty amazing. Those things are so satisfying, though, because you smack them, and they just, like, explode. Like, you know they don't feel anything, because all of a sudden, like, they're there one second. Oh, and yeah, they're, they're like, instantly dead. It smells, though. Yeah, I don't want to talk about like it anymore. It smells like burnt hair. <laughs> I don't like it. Like, do bugs have hair? I don't think so. Well, like, moths do. But is that hair or is that just like? Oh, I, I don't like it. I don't like moths. <laughs> I, I dislike moths the most. <laughs> like. I hate moths. Okay, a story about moths. Okay. Ooh. So we went to this cabin a few times as Girl Scouts and we would go as like the whole troop. I mean, it was tiny. Mm-hmm. So like the downstairs was like the kitchen and the bathroom and like one of the little couch futon sort of things that like usually the, le- the, the couple of leaders that went stayed down there and all the girls stayed. You had to like go outside side go up a couple of flights of stairs and into this room that was just like this long room across the cabin and it had like four beds in it and so between all of us we could like squish into the beds together you Mm -hmm. know it was fine and (laughs) so there was moths all over the place though and so every time we like we like make sure to go into our room for the night before the moths came out and there's a few times where you know we would be hanging out or whatever and we just like swat them as we were running around trying to get into the room and like slam the door you know yeah oh no you know and one time oh my gosh so one of the girls shelby she (laughs) oh she comes in to the downstairs and everybody's hanging out and i think it was like we were all hang- having a snack or something like that, and she comes in, and we're all like, okay. And the, I mean, I'm not talking little moths here about all these things. I mean, these suckers were like yeah. tea saucer size. Yeah. At a minimum. You know, like some of them were like normal size moths, but then there's mm-hmm. other ones that were like the size of the palm of your hand. Yeah. At least, if not bigger. You know, and it's just like, Ooh, you know. I don't like it. She comes in, and she turns around, and there's this huge moth, just like, on the back of her sweater. Oh my god! And we're all like, you know, like "Oh my god!" And we're all like freaking out. And the, even the moms are just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> everybody's freaking out. And then she starts freaking out. She's like, "What's going on?" And we're like, "Oh my god!" You know? Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> so she starts like running around, right? And so this thing like comes off of her eventually, and then is flying around the cabin, and it was huge. It was like small bird size. Yeah. I'm telling you, and it was like, Ugh! it was disgusting. And all to this day, we still, all of us, hate that story, and it gives us the heebie-jeebies because Ugh. it's like huge moths everywhere, and they just like stick to you, and you don't even know it. Yeah. 
I have a huge moth story. I was, I was like, I don't even know. I was like 18 or 19. And I was, it was the summer and I had left my car window down because I, I, I like went in for the night, but I thought I was going to go back out. So like yeah. my window was still down. Anyways, I didn't go back out. And so the next morning I was driving to work um, and I had to be there at seven in the morning. Um, so it's like 630 and I'm driving down, um, I'm driving down like 208th or 212th, whatever it is there. It's like this, it's this very steep hill that's super windy with like a cliff on the side. Okay. (laughs) I'm driving down it and out of the back of my car comes this moth the size of my fist and it is fluttering around my face and I am... I'm like screaming, but trying to keep my mouth closed because it's trying to get in there. And it was just, it was just the worst, the worst experience. It's oh. not the worst bug experience I've ever had. Oh. And I don't know if we're going to go there this because this whole podcast has just been us freaking out about bugs. And I'm really sorry. Okay. But one more though. <laughs> bugs. Moths and mouths. Okay, disgusting. One time, it was raining. Pacific Northwest. It rains a lot. Anyways, so I let the dogs outside, and I go to let them back in. I open the door. It's raining outside. This moth comes fluttering in, and like, beef- and my face isn't there very far from the door. Thank God my mouth was shut, because mm-hmm. it bounced off of my lips, and it was wet and cold and fuzzy, <sighs> and it starts flying around the house, and I'm like, freaking out because then I've got moth dust on my lips (laughs) and I'm like and I'm like freaking out and the dogs are going what's going on she's dying and I'm like I'm dying (laughs) (laughs) not helping calm down the situation at all and so I go and get my bug zapper and I'm like running around the house screaming going ah (laughs) <laughs> I tried to, like, smack it out of the sky. It was disgusting. Anyways, that's the end of that moth story. Oh, <laughs> yeah, moths, moths probably disturb me the most yeah. of everything. <laughs> Maybe even more than spiders. I'm not sure. I mean... Oh, no. Spiders are definitely the worst. They're... They're, they're enemy number one. They're pretty equal for me. Mm-mm, nope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, moths are disgusting as well, but not as scary. <sighs> Um, so the camera pans up (laughs) and you can see all the insects flying at them. And so Larry finally believes. Um, He's a believer. Yeah, finally. So they all go into the house and Larry's wife tries to call 911, but the, uh, with the landline, but it's dead because the bugs have chewed through the wires. Nope. Then the lights go out. Nope. (laughs) I know. Those are some smart bugs. Um, also, one might say supernatural. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wah, wah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying the joke was good. <laughs> I liked it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> We're gonna do that like once an episode. I like. know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, people. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Um, Larry tries to use his cell phone, but there's no signal because the bugs are blanketing the house. That's disgusting. You know how thick that must have been to like not. I don't even know if that's a thing. I don't know if they could truly do that. I mean, you could have a blocked signal if you're like in metal or concrete and that sort of stuff. So like if you have thick enough bugs around the entire house. I could see it. Yeah. But that's like a lot of bugs. <laughs> yeah. And they seem to be bees at this point. Like, I think so. They keep like running by windows and it just looks like bees. Some sort of flying bee-like <laughs> insect at the very least. Yeah. yeah. So Larry wants to know uh, what they should do now. <laughs> and Sam says, 
Well, we try to outlast it. Hopefully the curse will end at sunrise. And Dean finds one can of bug spray under the kitchen sink. Um, and it's like Raid or something, I think. Yeah, right? it, yeah. It's, it's like bug be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So bees start flying in through the fireplace. So they all run upstairs into the attic. And Dean is making a blowtorch with his bug spray can. He's killing it with fire! <laughs> <laughs> he is, but it's like so pitifully not enough for the amount of bugs that are, or the amount of bees that are in there. I mean, it's really not, but at least it'd keep him away from your face, maybe. Yeah. So they're all huddled in the attic, and termites start eating through the roof of the house. It's disgusting. Uh, then the bees start flying in through those termite holes. Oh, I think it was pretty genius, though, for, like, the first one that opened up. They had, I don't even know if it was, like, a picture or some book or something. They just, like, prop it up with a stick and shove it up there. Like, yeah. that's pretty awesome. That was pretty like, awesome. Like, that was pretty ingenious, like, quick, on-your-feet thinking. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't enough books, apparently. Right, right. <laughs> um... So, it's a crazy shit ton of bees. I don't know how any of them survive this. Um, Then the sun comes up and all the bees suddenly leave. They're just like, okay, peace out. Yeah, so you cut to Sam and Dean saying goodbye to Larry and his family. Uh, They are moving out. (laughs) I would too. Yeah, Sam says the government is investigating the bones Sam and Dean found. uh, And he's going to make sure that no one uh, lives in the area ever again. So Sam says that Larry doesn't seem too upset about it. And Larry says, even though it's the biggest financial disaster of his career, he doesn't really care. Your sanity is worth it. Yeah. He smiles at his son and you can tell that they've like bonded and kind of repaired their bad relationship. Yeah. So Sam goes to say goodbye to Matt, who is throwing away all his dead bug specimens. (laughs) And Matt says that they weird him out now. I mean, the kids gotten turned off of bugs. Right. I would too. Right. Like, even if I liked bugs to begin with, that would be enough for me. Yeah, that's... That's all the bugs you need yep. for your life. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Sam and Dean have kind of a, a bro moment while leaning against baby and watching Matt and Larry talk to each other. Sam says, I want to find dad. He says he wants to apologize to him for all the things he said. And he says, dad was just doing the best he could. Dean says, don't worry, we'll find him and you'll apologize. And then within five minutes, you guys will be <laughs> at each other's throats. <laughs> Sam laughs and says, probably. <laughs> so they get in the car and drive away. Credits with a little bit of a buzz. <laughs> oh, I know there was there was like some bees buzzing. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, that was pretty great. So my thoughts on this episode, not very many. We already kind of talked about most of them, especially when it came to the bug stories. Yeah. Um, um, one of my thoughts was I was itching the entire time I was watching this, like constantly. Yeah, it was just I'm, freaking me out. I'm still itching. I know. I yeah. was convinced that I was covered in bugs. Right. <laughs> disgusting also like dean just his character especially in this episode he seems to just like blindly follow daddy winchester all the time like never questions him he is always right you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay clearly sam and dean had very different experiences and dean is like shocked that sam doesn't feel the same way as as he did like he didn't even see it yeah and i wonder though how different they were if like he treated them both the same but just they took it in different ways where dean's like okay he's the boss he's telling me what to do this is what we do yeah where sam was like um i don't want to do that you know right so if it was the same for both of them but they just like didn't take the same thing out of it or Mm -hmm. like I don't know or if Sam just like pushed back and that's why he got more it's very possible I don't know I don't know um but yeah other than that 
I liked the quote, bow hunting is a very important skill. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Because <laughs> I want to learn how. I mean, I don't want to hunt anything, actually. Mm-hmm. I just want to, like, learn how to, I guess I've done some archery here and there, but mm-hmm. I think crossbow is what I really want to try yeah, next. <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my favorite moment from this one was spotting with a towel around his hair. Yeah. Just like totally, hey man, this is awesome. (laughs) I love this steam shower. (laughs) I know. You don't really see like the frou-frou side of Dean very often. Yeah. Every once in a while it comes out and it's always hilarious. Yeah. But yeah. I'm still stuck on like, where did that towel come from? I need to know. (laughs) I know, right? There's got to be some sort of information out there. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that's going to be like, the next convention we go to, we should have somebody ask that question. They're going to be like, where did the towel come from? They're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Was it already in the house? That's all I need to know. (laughs) Is that Dean's personal towel? (laughs) Because I feel like it would be grimier than that. Uh, they would just be like what the hell (laughs) (laughs) so what was your favorite moment um my favorite moment was when sam and dean were talking about their dad and um sam um basically well dean was telling sam that um their dad would like stop by stanford and like basically spy on him Mm -hmm. you know and sam just looks so like shocked what? Yeah, yeah you can tell it just like it just like changes so many things mm-hmm. for him about how he thinks about his dad different perspective for sure yeah yeah and dean yeah. is dean is like not a dick during this and you would think that he would be like kind of throwing it in sam's face yeah but he's not you yeah. know i think so. he knows how to be you know softer with people but he just doesn't Mm-hmm. Go about using those skills very often. Right. <laughs> I was just, I just really, really liked that scene. Yeah. Yeah. So, some interesting facts that we have. These ones are about bugs. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, about 60,000 live bees were used in the attic scene. <sighs> Not cool. No. Unfortunately, they were unseen on camera, so the CGI was used in order to see the bees on screen. So I wonder, like, if they so just they kinda... used all those bees and they didn't even show up. I know. I would be like, okay, if I was Jared or Jensen, like, I would be mad. <laughs> I would be mad if you I was anybody out, anybody there. I know. I'd be mad if I was the owner of those bees. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would be mad. If... <laughs> You swarmed me with bees and you can't even see them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that I would no. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I'd be more than a little miffed. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so all the actors who worked around the bees had on costumes with cuffs sewed on the inside of their pants and sleeves to help prevent the insects from crawling into their clothing. Ugh. It helped, but everybody still got stung. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. It's just not right. <laughs> it's just not right. It's not. Why? <laughs> Again, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Jensen was the first one to get stung, um, which amused Jared enormously, which, I mean, with their personalities, I can kind of say right. that. Um, however, shortly after that, Jared sat on a bee and was stung right in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he gets. And I'm pretty sure that... 
Jensen was probably laughing uncontrollably. Yeah. Also, my grandma had a quote. God will get you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it was it wasn't a karma thing. I mean, it kind of was a karma thing. Yeah. It was more of like a mostly when my brother and I were being little turds and then we like hurt ourselves or it came around to bite us in the butt like immediately afterwards she'd be like, "God will get you." <laughs> oh my god. I feel like if my grandma would have been there, she would have been like, God, I'll get you. Yeah. <laughs> you make fun of him and it's going to get you right in the butt. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny mental picture. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, so last interesting fact about this one is that it's one of Eric Kripke's. I can never say his name without stumbling. Um, it's one of his least favorite episodes. I think this is like the least favorite episode of the whole fandom. I mean, I it really gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I I think it's because like they don't they don't fix anything. They just kind of write it out. Yeah, you know what I mean. They like, don't stop the problem from happening. Yeah, like okay. So it feels a little unresolved. I know, and there's I mean, without giving anything away, there's definitely curses later on that get broken. Yeah, and just like taken care of, right. not just oh, we just write it out. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, it doesn't really make sense. Like, the bugs were supposed to kill them, but they didn't. I know. It was just kind of odd. Like, there's no way that little can of Raid or Bug Be Gone or whatever it was and a lighter (laughs) was going to take care of that much of the problem. Yeah. It just, it didn't make a whole lot of sense there towards the end. Uh It was, it was gross and scary. Yeah. And to me, like, it seemed like they were only really in the house. Here's another thought that I have, apparently. (laughs) It seemed like they were only really in the house for, like, maybe an hour. It yeah. seemed like 15 minutes from the time that they all started busting into when they went upstairs, the attic got eaten, and then all of a sudden it's dawn and these things are going away. It's like, there's no way that, I mean, you know, dawn's at what, like five-ish in the morning, yeah. maybe? Like, there's no way that was five hours. Right. There's I no agree way. with you. I don't know. I agree. It could just be me, but whatever. Yeah. I do like the episode for the, like, character development you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I do like all the moments you see with Sam and Dean and talking about their dad and just mm-hmm. the, the changes in perspective and all of that. So I think that it's a really great episode in, in that way. But, yeah. 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 You see them grow. Yeah. So I did some research um, and I wasn't sure what exactly to research in this <laughs> because um, what's the name? Oh, Oasis Plains is not a real place. Um, so I just was looking at haunted places in Oklahoma <laughs> and I thought I'd go with one of the most haunted <laughs> and everything was coming up with the Skirvin Hotel. Um, it, it, which totally to me sounds like a pirate themed hotel it does <laughs> turns out it's a Hilton <laughs> a little turns different out, maybe I was wrong Yeah. <laughs> so it first opened in 1911 uh, it contained 220 rooms in an 8 story 2 wing tower a third 12 story wing tower was added in 1928 and then in 1929 all three wings were leveled off to 14 floors with a total of 525 rooms. I got a question. <laughs> 14 floors. Now don't hotels not have a 13th floor? You know, I isn't don't that know. right? Isn't that right? So, I've never heard of that, so, but I mean I could see maybe where they wouldn't. They don't, so there really is 13 floors, but they call that 13th floor the 14th floor. 
Huh. Isn't that how how it goes? I have no idea. I'll do this research for the next podcast. Okay. I feel like I need to know this. Write that crap down. Yeah. <laughs> you better write it down. No, you write it down. You're the note taker. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what I think. <laughs> um, the hotel is named for its founder, William Balzer Skirvin. I probably said that wrong, but <laughs> Balzer sounds pretty good. Um, <laughs> sounds pretty good. <laughs> whose daughter... That's some sketchy pirate name. <laughs> Balzer. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> Balzer Skirvin. <laughs> that sounds like there's something seriously wrong with that. <laughs> there's something wrong with it you. Sounds you like need scurvy. to be checked out. <laughs> I'm so sorry for all the Skirvins in the world. We're not making fun of you. No. It's just like those two names put together is just too much for us to handle in our immature minds. Right. Oh. Um, so his daughter, uh, Pearl Mesta, I'm sure I'm saying all of this wrong, uh, became the ambassador to Luxembourg under Harry Truman. The hotel closed down in 1988 and sat abandoned for most of the next 19 years until it was renovated and reopened as part of the Hilton chain of hotels in 2007. Um, as the story goes, the hotel's original owner, W.B. Skirvin. <laughs> ahoy, ahoy. B. Skirvin. W.B. Skirvin. Hashtag B. Skirvin. <laughs> I see you, Skirvin. Oh, they hate him. <laughs> oh, no. This is not okay. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, he, he had an affair with a maid named Effie. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, no. This is not a funny story, um, which led to a pregnancy. To protect his reputation and avoid a scandal, Skirvin locked the maid on the 10th floor. The maid became depressed. No, duh. <laughs> what a dirty uh, act. I know. And even after the birth of her child, she was still not let out of her room. So she eventually jumped out of a window, killing herself and the baby. So, like, did she take the kid with her? Or yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. Not good. No. No. That's mm-hmm. that's how, yeah. That's how you get a haunted hotel. <laughs> there you are, folks. <laughs> In some versions of the legend, the maid is described as a woman of loose morals. And- A.K.A. A prostitute. <laughs> yeah. And men who have stayed in the hotel have reported being propositioned by a female voice while alone in their rooms. Sketchy. Others claim to have seen the figure of a naked woman with them while taking a shower. Also sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> None of this is okay. <laughs> Over the years, hotel staff say they have seen objects moving by themselves and have heard strange noises at night. Um... Uh, Rumors of the haunting in the hotel persist uh, and have even been cited by the NBA. The most notable examples occur in 2010 when the New York Knicks famously blamed their loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder on this haunting and when the Chicago Bulls reported doors slamming shut on their own and strange sounds outside their rooms. No, thank you. So that's the Skirvin Hilton (laughs) Hotel. Oh, boy. (laughs) I like that it, like, haunts sports teams (laughs) i know like why of all things maybe because like it's a bitter woman and these are like i don't know not saying that any of these people are bad but like stereotypically you know like nobody likes the jocks you know yeah maybe i don't know i don't know it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me 
But it is what it is. <laughs> I think this is just like the hotel that sports teams stay at. Yeah. So that's why they're, you know. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I mean, apparently, I mean, it doesn't sound like anybody else sees anything, mm-hmm. you know, and other than like the staff. Right. But I don't know. It's very intriguing. I'd go. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Nope. <laughs> Up on that 10th floor. Nope. <laughs> like, hey, Effie. <laughs> You are all on your own on that one. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> don't mess with it, man. All right. Just don't mess with it. <laughs> so some of the research that I did um, mostly was, a couple of them were just from references from the show. Um, they referenced Willard, which is a movie about a kid who was bullied by his boss, so he trained rats to kill him for him, or just kill for him in general, I think, mm-hmm. for what it sounds like. Um, that's terrifying. <laughs> that is. Rats are super smart. They're smart, and so they probably learn pretty quick. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I, that's terrible to be killed by an angry horde of rats. Like, I just, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like rat. We at my at the house I grew up in, we'd have rat problems occasionally. Oof. And man, Mm-mm. yeah, no, thank you. They're just they're so smart, so blah. <laughs> like okay, if they're pet rats, it's a little bit oh, different because sure. yeah. they're not like mangy and dirty. Yeah, <laughs> but but still, they're kind of like eh, you know. <laughs> I trapped one in the, our closet once, and then I just, like, couldn't deal with life. Like, like, I trapped it in there, and then it was like, what do I do? And it was just, like, it was, like, 14 hours of just, like, pure panic. Like, like I made Eric come over, and it was just like, you deal with it. And we had to make, like, a little, like, escape hatch for it to go out the front door and, like... It's just gonna come back in. I know, but like, what were we gonna do with it in the closet? What were we gonna do with it? We were just... Trap it. Uh, there was, it, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm getting stressed out about it all over again. That rat later died in our walls, and it was a whole couple weeks of funk. <laughs> so, I know I'm done. I'm done talking about that rat. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Okay. <laughs> so, I've never seen Willard, but I've love, never seen it, yeah. and I don't know if I'd want to. Yeah, I like, like Crispin Glover. He's awesome. Just kind of, yeah. <laughs> Too sketchy. So, um, there's another reference that Dean said Sam was the blonde girl from the Munsters, um, which I looked it up because I was like, okay, that's got to be some sort of, like, dig somehow. I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't really, but basically, the blonde girl from the Munsters, like, I've never watched it, so I don't know who this was, but, so the whole family basically is made up of different creatures, vampires, you know, you name it, Mm -hmm. and the blonde girl is, like a niece or something like that, I think, that lives with them and is the only, like, human, normal person Uh, that lives there. And so, you know, Dean's kind of saying, like, our family's messed up and we do all these different things and you're the only normal one. Yeah. And it's weird. Which is kind of funny when you think about later episodes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I like it. Okay. What? (laughs) Anyways. So, um, I did some research on bugs in Oklahoma since the whole Oasis Plains place doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying that there's bug swarms in Oklahoma and they're called box elder bugs. And from what I saw, it seems to happen pretty much every year. Some years are 
not as bad as others. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're apparently attracted to these certain types of trees that people plant that are really pretty and everybody likes them because they're really pretty. Mm -hmm. And the bugs just, like, super get attracted to them. And so I don't know if that, like, draws more bugs to the area or what, but, like, bugs everywhere. Nope. (laughs) I don't like it. No, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, what was your idget or ass butt moment? Oh, so um, Mother's Day was yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> and we were at um, a little playground in our neighborhood. It was me and Eric and my mom and my son Killian, and uh, we were kind of hanging out on a bench. And Killian was telling us about um, he didn't sleep well the night before because he. Um, said that he kept hearing and seeing a ghost coming in through the walls um, when really it was Eric in the other room shifting in bed and snoring. But that's fine. <laughs> um, that's fine. Um, so he was, and I was, you know, telling him that ghosts aren't real and, you know, it's just pretend mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And he said, no, ghosts, they come in and they have sharp, pointy swords <laughs> that they plug into your stomach and then you die. Now, he does not know about death yet. We haven't really had that conversation. And while he, you know, like we sword fight and he kind of like falls over and pretends to die, he doesn't have any sense of like what that actually means. What that means or like yeah. that, you know, you don't come back after you die. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, <laughs> I was like, where did you get that idea? It was ghosts with sharp swords plugging into your stomach. And he says to me, Scooby Sam and Dean, <laughs> which, <Aww. laughs> which is the Scooby Natural episode that will happen to you guys in 13 seasons. <laughs> and not to have any spoilers, but I'm just I'm feeling like a shit mom. <laughs> You're totally okay. I know, but like he watched it more than once. And but now, he really liked it at the time too, and he didn't seem freaked out at all. Cause like I yeah. was there, we watched it together, and yeah. he was like, that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> now he's afraid of ghosts stabbing him in the stomach. So, <laughs> so that was my ass butt moment oh. yeah <laughs> my mom failure on mother's day <laughs> it's okay <sighs> it's okay okay <laughs> what was your idiot or ass butt moment so my idiot moment for this week was i'm just kind of getting over this like virus thing and i've been coughing a lot and i didn't my it was more of like a you idiot why didn't you just do this just call out of work. You know? mm-hmm. So I show up to work. I try and get through like my first two appointments and I'm just like dying, you know, like yeah. hacking, can't stop. And like, oh, it was terrible. And so I had to call out and then had to cancel same day on a bunch of people. And that I sucks. felt bad and I was yeah. kind of like, I'm a jerk, you know? Well, that's not your fault. I mean, but it kind of is because I could have just been like, hey, I didn't, you know, I could have texted you know the clinic lead or whatever in the morning Mm -hmm. or like when I because I got like three hours of sleep the night before because I was just coughing and coughing and coughing and so I could have texted him at that point being like dude I can't do it you know and Mm -hmm. I should have I thought about it many times should have done it but I didn't yeah (laughs) so that was kind of my um 
my ass butt moment there. Oh, <laughs> totally not your fault. I mean, but kind of. <laughs> All right. It's fine. All right. <laughs> So thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandassbuttspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.